Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the RFP podcast, episode number 200, Relentless Forward Progress, for another session of Ultra Dads, number 11, with Brian Shane, my co-host. You out there? Hey, Mike. How are we doing tonight? Good, good. Thank you. How are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty pretty good. A uh, little cross-eyed right now. Um from a, a slight uh, sleep deprivation, but um, when you have a new puppy in the house, uh, he, these things are expected. Is is the sleep so. is the sleep de- deprivation coming from the new puppy? Uh well, yeah, you know, I'm a, I'm a guy that likes uh, you know, a solid eight hour, um, undisturbed night of sleep, and that's just not happening since this uh, Saturday night. So. Uh, it's not that bad though. It could, you know, it, as usual, it could always be worse, but, um, yeah, just a little different now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're enjoying it. You're enjoying it. I'm sure I, well, I, you're not yeah. enjoying the lack of sleep, but there's also, there's benefits involved that you're enjoying. I'm sure. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Are you, uh, speaking of, are you guys on more of a, a normal pattern now with bear? Yeah. His puppiness. Well, well, <laughs> When it comes when it comes to the sleep side of things, uh, yeah, he's he's he. Well, <laughs> this that's an interesting question. So he he pretty much is good to go. You know, he'll potty wise. Uh, you know, he's a good eight hour type of guy. He's 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 fine with all that. So fortunately, that's in good shape. But, oh, okay. You know, he's he sleeps with us now. He sleeps in the bed with us, and and that's fine. I don't we don't <laughs> we don't have a problem with it. I actually we enjoy it. Uh, but you know, you know, I, I don't sleep much. I'm a very light sleeper. So I could hear a gnat fart and I'll wake up. Um, so, so he, he has this routine at like three o'clock every morning where he likes to scratch and lick himself. Uh, and of course, you know, the scratch in the whole bed pretty much shakes, uh, and the licking, the, the the licking sound is just, well, it's, it's just gross. It's just, it's just, I'm like, dude, I got, I got to get out. So, so does he give you a big, uh, sloppy kiss after that? He does not. Cause I, what I do is I typically (laughs) around three 30, I'll, I'll spend a half an hour trying to get back to sleep and I'm like, that's it. I'm out. And I'll just, I'll go in the living room. I'll take my phone and pretty much start my prayer and meditation routine. And I'll probably doze back off, but yeah, that's, that's, uh, he'll, he'll do it when I, like when we get up at like five and start getting things moving and take him for a walk, he'll come over to me all excited, ready for his walk and try to jump up and give me kisses. I'm like, yeah, dude, no, not having it. (laughs) Yeah. I know where that, I know where that tongue's been. (laughs) I heard you for 10 minutes doing nasty things to yourself. (laughs) Cleaning different areas. Yeah. So, you know, you might, you might have that, you might have that, have that to look forward to in in a couple months. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we'll take it as it comes, I guess. Yeah. But as of now, she, she is in the living room. Um, in a crate pen set up. So, um, yeah, for just getting her Saturday night, what's today, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a pretty productive five, four days, really four full days. So, um, hopefully this isn't just beginner's luck, but we've been, uh, off to a good start with, uh, her and the kids. Cause now it's, it's different from when we, we had chassis 15 years ago. Mm. Um, we pretty much have to train kids now to train a dog. Yep. 
before it was just, you know, you focused on the dog, you train the dog, but now there's three other factors involved with this and trying to get everybody, the whole house on the same line and everything. It's a, it's a whole new world. So, but the kids, the kids are uh, loving every minute of it. So good, good. Well, it's, yeah. uh, it's been good, but yeah. Well, there's the, the other <laughs> dynamic too, because we, we experienced that in the last several months with bear is that, you know, you, you know, you read in and you're trying to educate yourself or re-educate yourself, maybe in some cases, how, how to, you know, train a puppy. Uh, and then you kind of have to make sure everybody in the household's on the same page um, as far yep. as, you know, the training and behavior. But then you have, now it's not much of an issue because you don't have a ton of visitors coming over, but we, we've had some over the last seven months since we had them, but then you got to train those visitors, you know, on exactly so it's it's and then you have to train train the kids to train the visitors because mostly the visitors are the kids friends but so it's it's a whole new dynamic you know you with uh, chassis like 15 years ago and me with you know granby which was oh crap crap like 20 some years ago you know i we we were kids yeah yeah all right dude whatever man yeah in a fraternity too yeah. with, with Granby. <laughs> yeah, which there's a whole other podcast we could go down just on just on what he had seen in, in a fraternity house for five years. Yeah, that might be a rated uh, rated podcast. Yeah, that's if we, if we go down those stories, get the explicit <laughs> explicit sign or symbol on the, on that one. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get we'll get that stamp on there for sure. Yeah, well, I'm glad things are going. But yeah, it's I'm, it's. <laughs> I'm glad things are going good for you. Uh, it'll be interesting, you know, coming up this weekend and and for the week how she how she does with the travel and all. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. She she slapped all the all the way up from denver when we first got her so for me that was um that was a good sign i'll take that um and then today was her first full day at work with me and um yeah she she passed with flying colors so that's cool um it's uh i think we're good yeah she would just sit on her own and and shotgun and slept most of the day in the truck so um, we were, we were off to a good start. A lot of new smells. She even got her first hike in. So, <laughs> well, it was more of a carry for her. And, um, but yeah, a little stretch, we were looking at, uh, some logging mitigation work. And at the end we, uh, I just set her down and she walked next to me without leash on. So, um, it's uh and she just pooped inside now i guess so go clean it up <laughs> so how how old was she how old is she Brian? she just turned eight weeks okay. this weekend okay so we were just able to pick her up on saturday so um yeah yeah she's got a kind of a few basic commands tanner t- Tanner was uh, congested this past week so therefore he had symptoms so was not allowed to go to school um, so I was getting videos of Timber uh, sitting and staying and um, a few other commands that he was working with her throughout the day so it was kind of neat last two days to get uh, get some footage that's cool yeah yep yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just talking uh talking the kids through a number two cleanup out there <laughs> yeah we caught we caught so. we caught some of that so so for the audience man this is yeah. this is no holds bar we we don't edit this is just as 
genuine and transparent as it could get, even with kids whispering and dogs pooping and dogs barking and all sorts of nonsense. Yep. Now I got it on both sides here. So the, the, it's even, we're evened out now. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> but it is all in all, it's good. Good to have a, a canine, a, a dog back in the household is uh, she's filling uh, a big void we've had since April. So um, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. So I'm sure I'll have stories to tell throughout the, the upcoming shows here. <laughs> um, um, I'm sure. Cause they, they seem to happen every else. It's, it's something with this, with this guy, he's just, <laughs> he's great. Don't get me wrong. And I love him to death, but sometimes he's just a pain in the butt, but he is a, he's still a puppy. He's only, <laughs> he's only eight, nine months. And uh, he is, he is good. He is good. So we got a, this uh, pet corrector thing. And it's uh it's basically just a, uh, it's it's a can of an aerosol can, air. You know, uh, you know, like those horns, those air horns. Oh, oh really? It's basically that without the horn. So yeah. it just uh, oh, okay. Noise, right? So when we take them, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, like a keyboard cleaner. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So you yeah. know, we, we got it specifically <laughs> just for him in cars because we, we every morning cross four lane road it's it's a you know it's not highway but it's a four lane road it's cross it, you cross the street but you know he'll there'll be a car and he'll just go ape shit we, we, we started using that yesterday or the day before so we you know gave him the <laughs> we we got there got to the street and did his thing and i i did it and he just gave me the dude what what the hell is that you think that's gonna that's gonna prevent me from what'd you what'd you do that for you think that's gonna stop me from doing this yeah. no 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 so he just barked he just barked right back in your face no he didn't he no he didn't he didn't bark he just gave me the okay he stopped yeah. he stopped spinning and like looked up at me like <laughs> don't you pull yeah. pulling that stuff with don't do that again yeah so but <laughs> and and how much did you pay for that yeah i don't anyway? know i don't know what robin <laughs> that's what that's what he was that's what he was asking <laughs> yeah you could have got me you could have got me some bully sticks for, instead of getting that man but <laughs> exactly he is a good boy i mean when he when he sleeps with us in the bed man he's getting to the point where he curls up you know and he kind of leans into you which is you know it's it's that void a pretty good we've had open you know even even just having them for what seven months now or whatever it's been like no necessarily what life would be without them so yeah yeah exactly it doesn't take long to change that so that's that is some cool stuff there and just gets better and better yep dive into this um yeah, uh, episode two hundred, right? For yeah, for the RFP, yeah, episode for, number two hundred. Yeah, very. Congrats, man. Very cool. Thanks. Good stuff yeah, there. that's that's impressive. I, I Good. there's a lot of work, a lot of work behind that number. I uh, noticed it last week when I said one ninety nine. I'm like, holy crap! We're coming up to two. What three years? I think it's three years now. I remember. Uh, <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, 
I remember I was, I was driving out to Pittsburgh and the whole, the whole concept had already been there and I had the idea and I wanted their shit list to do it, you know, to put my voice out there. There. So I remember I was driving to Pittsburgh from, from Philly for meetings and I was in the truck and I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, you know, forward on, you know, your memo thing, your voice recording thing and just let it go. Yep. And for like an hour, I just was driving and I was just, whatever was on the top of my mind, I was, I was talking and I got done and I'm like, all right, well, we'll, we'll see how that goes. So on the way back a couple of days later, I listened to it and, you know, the overall content was, you know, pretty on par with what we talk about every day, you know, growth and mindset and, and all that good stuff. Uh, but all you could hear is the, <laughs> in the background of the truck going down, the, <laughs> going down the turnpike. I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm going to that. But then we, then I started talking to people and get educated on how to do it. And they turned me on to the anchor app and, you know, two, three years later, here we are in episode number 200. So. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool start. Yeah. So hopefully. And, and you've cleaned up, you, you can, you can edit and everything from time to time if you choose to do so. So you come a long way, kid. Nice Thanks, job. man. Thanks, man. I, 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 I've tried to edit and sometimes I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. And other times I'm just like, you know, I'm not even going to deal with it, but that list leads to the, yep. you know, the genuineness of, of, of what we're and getting, getting no holds barred, exactly. man. No holds any masks on. This is true. Unedited unfilter Brian and Mike. Reality. Here it is. hundred percent. That's right. That's right. So we can. And I could hear my, my, one of my production assistants, uh, helping me out here. Let's see if she's coming. Yeah, she's coming in. Uh, you're the best. Thank you, dear. So I just, I just literally beverage. Yeah. So I got it. I got in at four fifty eight from a run, um, with your text. So when I text you back, I said, I'm going to jump in the shower. And I, I was started the podcast with some electrolytes, uh, but I told all you know, like in like 15 minutes, could you bring me a beer? Uh, so, so, so she had <laughs> a girl. So, so, so she did. So what, what do you got going on today? What, it, what did she bring you? Well, there's only two left in did there. Did she pick or did you pick? There's only two, oh, there's okay. only two in there. And uh, it's uh, some leftover from the weekend, a hop knot, uh, Four Peaks, which is uh, the the mountain, or well, it is the mountain out here. Uh, Four Peaks Brewery Hop Knot IPA. So this is my kind of go-to local IPA uh, for uh, for you know good everyday drinking. Nice. That sounds that sounds tasty right now, especially with those weather weather conditions you're having down there. That sounds perfect right now. Yeah, like man. Drawn and all. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm going with uh, another appropriate brew for this uh, winter season so far. I've I picked up uh, some Great Divide as a brewery out of Denver, and it's their Hibernation Ale. And it actually, <laughs> this show's been fu fun because I've gone into the stores now with like a whole new mm -hmm. 
broaden horizons for the show just to kind of keep changing things up so this one it got me was uh just the uh artwork again on it it's kind of got like an old school cross-country skier on it so it reminded me of actually my uh climb for the cure logo with the skier on on the mountain so i saw this and picked up a small i think it was like a six pack maybe um but it's uh it's tasty it's almost too tasty i actually had uh one last night and i was outside it was uh i had a floodlight on because i'm welding on a new bumper for our camper so we can bring our bikes on the trip next week Mm -hmm. so by the time i got home it was dark already so i'm out there and i cracked this open and working welding cutting taking a sip in between here and there and it's nice because i just stick it in a snowbank and it stays cold the whole time. right but afterwards i was like whoo this is that's quite the brew i was like looking at it so it's english style old ale but it's it's coming in at 8.7 percent. so i was like oh this is this is doing a doing a good job so it's uh i highly recommend it though it's awesome you might want to double secure that welding job that you're doing with drinking at 8.7 <laughs> yeah. percent i i went back and i went back during uh daylight and uh <laughs> without any beers this morning and uh, damn not to like boast or brag but i'm pretty damn good <laughs> maybe maybe there's a secret uh, i was a nice calm 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 steady bead there. i was gonna say what well, did did the uh, did the hibernation have anything to do with that I think it did. I think we've, I found a, a secret to my success. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, let's, uh, let's dive into this one. Cause uh, this is, I was, I've been thinking about this one for a few weeks now. I heard it. I heard it somewhere on a podcast I was listening, listening to, and it, it really wraps around, you know, legacy, you know, what do we, uh, what do we want our legacies to be? You know, we always talk about, we always hear it, whether you're watching, you know, you're, you're watching athletes or you're, 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 whatever the case may be, listen to podcasts, you know, what do you want your legacy to be? How do you want to be remembered? Uh, one of the things I like is uh, you're not, you're not, I forget who said it, but it has nothing to do with the date you were born or the date you die. It's about the dash in between, you know, yeah, yeah, I've heard yeah. that. I like that. I really so do like I. That. So do I. So the the, it, the topic was legacy, and and the question really was, what's what would you want your legacy to be, or how how would you want your legacy to unfold? Is it wrapped around wealth, or is it wrapped around mindset? So there's a lot of things I've thought about here, but you know, you know, we've been you and I've been kind of going back and forth on it for a couple of weeks, and you asked me today, you know, what are you thinking, or yesterday, what are you thinking, and. You know, what have you thought about that topic so far, Brian? I know it's only been a couple hours, but have you had any thoughts about legacy, wealth versus mindset and how it all ties in together? Yeah, yeah, I think it definitely ties in um, really well together. And it's almost what came first, you know, the chicken or the egg, mm-hmm. did, did the wealth or the mindset come first? Um, and right, just rewinding once you you brought this topic up i immediately went to to mindset first i I kind of focused on that as the the main topic because to me what i've realized was um i kind of view mindset as the foundation for everything um it's it's how you what your perspective is consisting of and pretty much from there it's a ripple effect out and then um your, the wealth aspect 
could just be, you know, a byproduct from that mindset, whether it's a healthy mindset, you know, and you're, you're influencing others, you're, you're, you're happy, you're content, maybe, um, that wealth will represent and kind of show where you're at with that mindset. So, but then I, I was also just today, just for, um, shits and grins, I just, was looking up the the definitions of each just to kind of wrap my head around it, um, which which I thought was interesting too, because the you know first first des- definition for wealth is state of being rich and material prosperity. I was like, oh, that's that's pretty shallow, <laughs> really. Um, I guess I've always viewed wealth as just going beyond the material aspects of 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 everything. Um, you know, I think I could find a wealthy person because they're around loved ones and they have friends and family that they rely on. And therefore they may be in a little tiny cabin, but be totally content and happy within that cabin with almost close to no materials. But when they go around, they're in a, they're, they're in a strong community and all their, close ones and loved ones are all, you know, within their world. So I don't know. It, it kind of, you can go, I was just taking a lot of different, different um, points of view from, from both and mindset with the establishment set of attitudes held by someone um, set of assumptions methods or notions held by one or more people. So, you know, and they always say, find people with a similar mindset, you know, and that's, they tend to stick together and flock together. And, you know, just, I, I definitely believe that because I look around and all the friends or people I gravitate towards usually do have somewhat of a similar mindset um, as mine. So, you know, and, and going into the growth mindset, then that's like a whole other category. But I think that wealth, bringing that back can come from your growth mindset or lack thereof, you know. So those are those are just kind of a few few areas I, I, I've been dabbling and thinking on um, here in the last few days. I, so the the. I don't know what you you had on your end there. Yeah, how you started out with like mindset, depending on what your mind directions. Uh, totally believe that. That's I 100% on board with that. What what kind of captured me initially is, is you know I'm asking my question. What from a legacy from a legacy perspective? What do I want to leave my girls? Do I want to leave them a mindset? And my first strong mindset, just like you're saying, it's the foundation. It's going to lead to everything else, right? But then, yeah. But then, yeah. Then you have wealth, and you kind of hit on wealth a little bit with with respect to what I was going to go towards is, well, what is the definition of wealth? I mean, you could pull it up on Google or Webster's and 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 have a definition, but I wealth means something different to to everybody. You know, it's the same as it's yeah. kind of as yep. similar as success. How do you define success? It could be a different definition for pretty much everybody, right? And the other side of it can can <clears throat> can mindset be 
that you leave as a legacy for your kids. And what I mean by that, right, is so for, for so long, Bri, for so long, we've had this conversations. I, I, I was chasing the almighty dollar. I that dollar and being rich money in my bank account and having that type of uh, is what I should be, you know, what I should be my kids to, to ensure but as I've grown over the last decade and learned over failed misery at, at points in times I didn't have quote unquote wealth or quote unquote money in the bank, but I had that mindset, right? Yeah. It, it's right. What I've been able to do over the years is learn these trades and these tricks and these beliefs, these tools and these skill sets and whatever case may be that even if our money was stripped away from us, right? We are a bank account because we what it, I need to do in order to build back up. So what's more important, you know, what's of more value? We'll, we'll classify it as what's more value leaving that type of legacy where they're, they're learned and educated on how to build up from zero, right? To 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 be yep. able to take care of them, right? How important is that? And what I mean, how, how, I mean, talk about right there. Talk about a, a depth of wealth right there. So I think that's incredibly important <clears throat> to to I guess leave as a legacy. Does that make sense? Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's that's pretty much right there, and like. I was saying, I think we're, we're definitely on the same line with, uh, with those two and, you know, what, what, which one's more important. I think they're both important, but to have a strong mindset and to value the, the definition of wealth, I guess. Cause if, yeah, if it, it's that almighty dollar, then things, things are going to get a little skewed. Um, if you look beyond that, you know, if you're able to have, the wealth in terms of money and everything, then that's that, that may sometimes take away some stress or that may create even more stress. Cause you, you feel like you have to chase even more of that to get there. So, you know, when, when is enough is, is a question too, for in terms of wealth <clears throat> with the resources and the money and all that. So, yeah, I mean, cause well, it's let... never, never enough. <laughs> well, that's, the hundred dollars in your pocket? Are you going to be you, you happy with a thousand dollars in your pocket or a million dollars in your pocket? When, when is when is enough enough? And and you know we we've had so there's some some of these principles I've learned from you from from a minimalistic perspective where you know, we've we've thing right over the years we've minimized things and cut back on things. And in some situations have made less money, but we have more money, <clears throat> you know, and that's, that's yeah. on the money. That's on the money topic. We've just, so, so essentially we, we became smarter or, and I don't want to say, I don't want to say more frugal, but I guess we have become more frugal, but I think we became wiser in the way we went about, uh, went, went about the, the financial aspect of all this 
and essentially we're, we're creating that material wealth, if you will, if you want to classify it as money, but we're also learning principles in which we could pass on to our kids. See, once we started, once we, me, I started, I stopped chasing the almighty dollar, the, the whole concept of, of, of money, which you just kind of hit on, it, it became less stressful, you know? And it wasn't yeah. like, like we, we had buckets, you know, we didn't have the money tree out back, you know, but I wasn't stressed out with chasing it because what I've learned is that that's not the most important thing. Yes. It's, it's a need, right? It's, it's, I mean, I'm even struggling to say that too, but it's, it, it, it certainly makes things more ideal if you have some, right? <clears throat> yeah, exactly. So yeah, cause you'd be lying to yourself. Right. <laughs> Otherwise, you know. And it's, you know, but I think too, when, in that kind of scenario is you, you, people may realize that they make enough, you know, and that enough may be, you know, enough to be comfortable, um, provide for the family, but then not get to that unhealthy, stressful level. And this kind of, this, this topic made me reflect on, I think I was in high school when I came up with this whole scenario, um, just of looking around and seeing, you know, people driven by money and people um, more about the materialistic things than the natural, you know, and just nature and being around, you know, human beings kind of deal. They had, they had the horse blinds on. So you know, this guy has horse blinds on from high school all the way through till mid twenties, because all he wants to do is to have a big house, have a fast car and have nice things. So horse blinds are on, he goes in, you know, becomes doctor, lawyer, whatever stocks, whatever. And finally he's laying on that leather couch, but the leather couch isn't his it's his, it's his shrinks. And he's just going through working through all the issues he's had over the last 10 years, because he let life go by while he was focused on that money. And here he is big house, but his kids are all strung out on drugs because they could afford it. They don't care about anything except, you know, having a nice car as well. Cause that's what they saw their father do. So, you know, is that all worth it to, be so motivated to just ignore everything else just to follow the materialistic stuff so i think that kind of explains why i chose recreation and park management maybe in college and you know didn't go down you know picking out one of the the i don't know money maker type careers and everything because that it was at that point at that age even that I saw where I wanted to go and, you know, maybe more of a, a dirtbag lifestyle was in my future, but at that time I was okay with it. So it yeah. just, it's just interesting. And, you know, uh, it's all about motivation too. You know, some people are totally motivated um, in different ways. You know, some people may be motivated to spend their twenties on the Appalachian trail, the Pacific trail. And that's, that's how they want to spend a decade while others want to just start getting after it and accumulate as much as humanly possible. That's interesting, man, because it's so interesting because I was that guy with the blinders, you know, 
I I was there. I wasn't saying it was you. Though. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I, 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 I know this guy. I know this guy, right? Hey, I got a guy for that. Uh, no, yeah. no, but I mean, but that that was that was me. You know, obviously not in high school, but once I got started getting to college and I, it started opening my eyes to things. You know, I, I had the mindset going back to that term too i had i had the thoughts in my mind will say you know go to good college get get a good degree get a good job get a good house white picket fence blah 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 the american dream right uh and then yep. as 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 i as i uh went to college down in philadelphia i got my eyes open to to my i got exposed to so much I got exposed to so much more of what I could have and, and my dreams got better, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. Right. But I, I I think when you have the thought in your mind of, I, 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 I need to chase a dollar. I need to have the big bank account. I have to have the nice cars. I have to have the big house. Though you're, you're kind of pouring a little bit more gasoline on that fire and in a sense, I got delusional, right? I got I got pretty delusional on on um, what I was chasing, and and I was missing out. Well, as I look back, as I look back on it, you know, not that I regret it because I don't regret anything I ever have done because I wouldn't be sitting here doing this thing with you right now, and I wouldn't have Robin, exactly. I wouldn't have the girls if I made one one decision different. So I don't regret that, but. And in, in, in hindsight, right, a lot of that stuff that I quote unquote missed out back then, I'm, I'm, I've learned from those mistakes. And let me backtrack that statement. Let me, re, let me retract that statement. I learned from those decisions. And now I, I, take, I take advantage of that time because my mind isn't so infatuated with chasing down that dollar. And I want to circle back to the reason why I retracted that statement because I don't want I don't want the audience to feel that because I was chasing the dollar back then, right? Or because you were you were not chasing the dollar back then, either one of them are mistakes. It's just that's where we were in that stage of our life, and it's not a mistake. Hell, if if you if you told me when I was 15 years, this is how your life is going to play out, right? You're going to go have to go down this road and it's going to be, it's going to be some fun. It's going to be some excitement. It's going to be sizzly and sexy and wonderful, but then you're going to crash and then you're going to crash really, really, really hard. And you're going to have some really, really tough things to deal with. But when you make it out of there, this is the life you're going to be, which is my life. Now I wouldn't say no, I would be like, hell let's do it. You know? So yeah, I, yeah. I just think it's, yeah, I just think it's interesting. Um, how things have un- unfolded um, as, as we reflect back on things. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's it, like you said, no regret or anything, but I, I think it's just more moments of clarity and just comparison of present versus past and where you are right now. Cause I, I agree. I'm, I have zero regrets for the same reasons. I wouldn't be on this podcast right now with a dog crapping on the carpet with three kids out there and, you know, Cindy on her way home from work. None of that would be here. 
So yeah, there's zero regrets in that regards. So <laughs> I, I, I definitely agree. <laughs> well, maybe the dog crapped it on the carpet. Yeah, we could have, you know, she just did have dinner. So, if, hey, if you're not going to let your dog out after dinner, you're going to clean up crap. Yeah, so you got to go. It's a good go. lesson right there for good lessons for those three out there right now. <laughs> so, yeah, absolutely. Well, that's part of the wealth, right? That's part of the that's part of the wealth. Yep. They're going to learn that. We're able we're able to do such. <laughs> so let's talk. Exactly. Let's talk a little bit about, you know, mindset, because, you know, we I think. I think where are our mind, you, your mind and my mind sit is, is uh, it's been, it's been a long time practice and we are nowhere near probably where we would like to be uh, mentally. Uh, but I, yeah. but we're, we're, we're a hell of a lot better off than where we had been in the past. Um, and I think we're doing okay. Yep. Uh, so let's, let's talk about that and, you know, going through how do we develop these, these tools from a mindset perspective? And I think that's, that's something I want to dig on and maybe have that take the rest of the time is us talking about it and giving some thoughts to those listening of what we kind of do or what we have done over time to hone in on, on improving that mindset because it's a skill, right? It's just like learning any new skill you're developing, you're, you're developing that foundation to use your terminology. So what are the things, the things that you've done, Bri, over the years and, and what you continue to do to stay consistent in growing that mindset? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, growth mindset right there. And that's, that's why I shot you over that uh, just short, I don't think it was a TEDx actually, it was a Stanford speech, but it was uh, Carol Dweck. Um, with the development of growth mindset. Mm -hmm. And there was just a lot of interesting points I, I thought from that. But if anybody's interested, it's definitely a good 10 minute little flick to really get your wheels turning. Because when I, for me personally, when I think of mindset, I really do um, just try to put growth in front of it. Um, I'm, I think mindsets, you know, the forward moving mindset, I guess, is, is what I would like to consider practicing um and a lot of that growth um usually occurs from the failures um and we talked about maybe with the competition um podcast last week but you know if you're either learning or you're winning or you're learning mm -hmm. type deal so taking taking your failures and pulling out the lessons from those um and then within that practice you've you've established a growth mindset so you can move forward. You know, if, if you feel like you get knocked down or you may be moving backwards, you know, realize what's going on, what you can change and then, you know, get back in that forward movement. And sometimes that requires getting out of comfort zones, um, you know, physically, mentally, you know, being, being challenged um, any way possible really. But if, well, it's like, like again with the with the puppy we were joking around but you know things were a little too quiet around here they were a little too easy going you know regard you know, not not looking at pandemics and all that but you know oh things are things are a little too quiet right now let's let's throw something in here to spice it up you know that's kind of i think both of our our mindsets on and how our brains work you know what could we do if we're not feeling a challenge then something's wrong 
is kind of how I feel it, whether it's with sports or just with the kids and family or even work too. Um, I think that having that, that growth mindset, you're always looking for new ways to challenge yourself or new ways to improve and not really settling down too long. So if that, if that makes, makes any sense on that, but then with that growth mindset, you know, coming back into the wealth, there's usually good things that can happen if you're always trying to improve yourself and, you know, make a more resilient mindset even and challenge yourself. So in other challenging times, you have something to compare to, you know, it's like, oh, this 12 hour day sucks, but at least I don't have a log on my shoulder you know, and I'm three days into an event, you know, in, in that comparison, mm. this 12 hour work day, that's not that bad. So therefore your mindset can shift within a 30 minute, 30 second thought process. Once you compare it to something you've done in the past, that truly is a challenge. Then, you know, back to our saying, it could always be worse and life just got a little bit more tolerable, a little bit more easy to deal with. And even with the kids, you know, they're not listening. They're all over the place way after bedtime. You know, a lot of people just lose their mind and lose their cool. And I do that almost on a weekly basis for sure. But it's those times when you can just pause and just realize, Hey, this isn't that bad. You know, they're, they're eight or they're 12 years old, this is how they're supposed to be acting right now. Let's just shift gears, re-engage them, and we'll move on from there rather than totally just losing your mind, unleashing on the kids. And in the end, you know, you're not a better dad and they they didn't become better kids from that little mm-hmm. blow up. So it's 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 a lot of uh it's a lot of practice, but it, it's a lot of I think to have this kind of mindset, um, your awareness level has to be up there as well. And notice, notice these things, notice the changes and, and take time to reflect or compare. So I don't know, that's kind of a little, a, a cheat sheet, I guess, that I like to use from time to time. Yeah. But you, <laughs> sometimes on a daily basis. Right. Right. And, and like you said, it's a practice and it's not, it's not something, and I want to make sure people understand this. It's, it's not something that you or I had, had, uh, had, had, you know, uh, we've, it's, we've, we've been practicing. It's, it's not something that overnight we, we woke up and we're like, Oh yeah, I'm going to have this mindset moving forward. Um, yeah. And, and then that next day, boom, it's there. It's, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of things when you say practice, there's a lot of things that go into that practice. There's a lot of, there's a lot of self-awareness. There's a lot of tolerance. There's a lot of compassion that we practice. And like you said, on a weekly basis and me on a daily basis, there's, there's chances that I could lose it. And sometimes I, I, I may lose it. I may you know, listen, we're going to get frustrated. We're going to get aggravated. We're going to get pissed off. And, and, you know, that frustration aggravation is going to show, but, you know, for me, I look back on where I was 10, 15 years ago. Um, and you know, that, that might does come out, you know, when, when that, that, that yeah. dude cuts in front of me when with no blinker across three lanes, 
he may he may get some choice words or you know some type of finger going up towards him. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yep. Uh, but exactly. But there's there's things that that you know I I know you've worked on things and I've worked on things around meditation and and breath and breathing um, and other practices, reading, listening to these podcasts. So these are all these are all uh, uh, things that or practices that we pull into the practice to to help us develop that mindset so you know we're not losing our shit if somebody cuts us off all the time it's once in a while uh and i think i think what's important is that you know so because i get frustrated sometimes and robin and i have this conversation um and here's and this is just coming into my mind right now as i'm talking brian you know those those are times where i may uh, lose it with the girls, you know, I may get aggravated and frustrated yeah. or, or, or lose my temp, not necessarily lose my temper, but get aggravated. I might yell, might raise my voice, um, and get frustrated with them. Right. Uh, but what I've seen myself do or catch myself, I won't, I, I won't necessarily catch it in the moment. Sometimes I, sometimes I'm fortunate enough to do so, but there's other times where it's right after the moment or maybe a little while longer, where I'm like, you know what? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't handle that well. And I'll go back and yeah. I'll sit, sit them down or I'll just pop my head in the room and say, Hey, listen, girls, forgive me. I didn't handle that. Well, I blew up. I apologize. Um, just, just, I'm sorry. And circling that back to mindset, you know, cause that's, that's us being accountable. Right. Um, it's us being vulnerable. Yep. It's us, uh, you know, admitting that, yeah, you know what? I screwed up. I didn't handle it well. And, and for, for me being able to share that side of, with my kids that, Hey, listen, you're going to screw up. And that's just part of the screw up. That's, that's part of this life screw up is you, you're going to lose your shit sometimes. Um, but what I've learned over the years and I think I've gotten better at is being able to recognize that and go back and say, listen, I screwed up. I'm sorry. Where for so long it was, it's not my fault. I screwed up because you pissed me off. It kind of reminds me of the, yeah. the thing. It's just, yeah. look, look what you made me do. The text that you sent me the other day, <laughs> which was great. Uh, but, but that's kind of circling back to uh, there is, there is a, partial truth to that too but we will talk about that some other time uh but that's that whole that foundation trying to lay, lay, lay down with the kids to help them understand that you know you're gonna screw up you need to take accountability uh it's okay if you do blow up it th those things happen that's perfectly normal um you know you just want to make sure you're able to to a degree uh, control or at least be aware of it yeah. Well, and I think communication um, with all of this, you know, going back to the legacy part, I mean, that's, that's setting your legacy within itself right there. Because um, our kids are going to pull upon those um, incidents where, you know, you lost it, but then you came back, you, you, you realize the failures become lessons. Mm. And you, you work it through with them and that practice right there, like we're saying, we, we practice things, but that practice, that's what's going to establish a legacy in itself is our kids are going to see this, you know, 
yeah, our parents are human. They blow up, they lose their mind. The, the volume goes up. But what happened afterwards? Did we just pretend like nothing ever happened? Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, these kids are, are carrying it around with them or did we throw it back on the table and start picking it apart? They're going to see that go on and they're going to carry that. They're going to put that in their pocket and save it for later. Yeah. You know, most likely, you know, there's a good chance. So therefore your legacy is carrying on, you know, just by certain practices that we do. And, you know, it's, I think stuff like that is, you know, just to bring up the awareness again, your awareness level has to be at that certain level to be able to go back into the room after you lost your mind and really sit down and have just a conversation about what just happened out there. And I think that, you know, with my eight-year-old girls just doing that same thing as, you know, a 17, 18-year-old is the same, um, can have the same effect, you know, showing that, you know, parents aren't just a bunch of jerks that lose their shit and, you know, rip your, try to rip your head off. <laughs> you know, it may seem like that at the time during the heat of the mm-hmm. moment, but then that follow-up is going to make, um, it's a night and day difference going to, moving on from there. Cause those are practices they're going to carry on. So it's, it's, and the ripple effect continues, whether you want a good, or you want a good ripple after that little pebble is thrown in the lake, you know, you want a good or bad ripple. It's up to you. Yeah. And that what, one of the things you said kind of caught me with respect to, uh, oh, no, I'm, I'm losing it. Oh boy. This is what happens. Um, you talk about, ripples you're talking about uh, going back and talking to them oh god this is what happened this is what happened yeah this is how you get old <laughs> and I am I mean I'm only half a beer in so you can't blame it on that uh, oh, oh about, about um, having all the answers right as adults you know it's 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 weird to think of because you, you, you tell me, I'll throw this out there to see if you felt the same way. Like growing up when we were, we were our kid's age for the most part, maybe not, maybe not Bella's age at 17, but maybe up till that point, 15, you know, I thought my parents had all the answers. You know, I thought adults had all mm-hmm. the answers. And for me, where I'm at now, I'm hoping my kids aren't looking at me to have all the answers because <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm yeah. looking at them for answers. I'm looking at I'm looking at resources around me for answers because hell if I know a lot of this shit that's going on. I I I want to be educated. Like we talked about in prior conversations. If I'm the smartest dude in the table, man, we're screwed. We're we're in a whole heap of shit. <laughs> yeah. You know? The shit the ship's going Seriously, down. Seriously, you know. Get, where's the lifeboats <laughs> and the life jackets, man? Because this thing is gonna sink. So um yeah. So have I've had those conversations. Yeah, I think it's a security blanket. Yeah, it's total total security blanket. I think at a, up to a certain age, you know, between parents, teachers and coaches, that's who you lean on heavy. And, you know, they can do no wrong and they have all the answers and that that creates a security blanket and doesn't always um put you in like a fight or flight as a young child. And I think with like shitty parent behavior if kids are questioning your parenting um at a certain age 
then that is that's that's trouble for a kid from there on forth. Yeah, but are, um, if, to have that, so we, it's not like you lie to the kids and make them make them believe everything that comes out of your mouth, right? But are we are we in that in that scenario? Are we in a sense laying a fault out there, you know? And we're 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 throwing out rainbows, unicorns, and and you know Smurfs running around. Everything's fantastic, you know, because. Yeah. When I'm vulnerable with the girls, which is very often, is that, you know, I, 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 I know there's many, many times where I'm like, I, I don't know the answer to that, girls. You know, figure it out. You know, fi- yeah. figure it out. I don't know. Yep. I don't know. Figure it out. And there's, I think there's, the, I think just looking with the girls right now compared to Tanner, personally, I think they're, you know, to be vulnerable um, and open but just confidence still sure. all at the same time. Well, you have um, that. You, I think, you, I think that's a possible juggle. Well, you had, see, so you have the interesting caveat there where you have Tanner. So you have that, that masculinity side of things. Right. Um, and, and, you know, going back to it's, it's, it's that male, that male side of the fence, right. You know, you, 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 you can't be the P word, Right. Don't be the P word. Suck it up. Suck it up. Be a man. Be a man. Suck it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and uh, have you? Did, I know I talked to you about this a while back, but the book "The Masks of Masculinity" by Lewis Howes. Yeah, I have not. Yeah, I haven't read it. I've I've listened to a bunch about the book. Though. It's really, it's um, really, and good. it's it's interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, and it's 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 a good twist good twist on on things especially i think from how things you know quote unquote used to be um versus where where things are now and that's where you know i'm trying to bring in a little bit of that with tanner and especially being a older brother to two younger girls at the same age you know there's there's times where he's he's questioned me about what i'm having the girls do and that's when I got to remind him. I was like, Tanner, th- I want these girls to be able to handle whatever is in front of them. He's like, that's why they're loading wood with you. And, you know, that's why that's why mm-hmm. I may be pushing them um, in certain areas that you may not think is right. But, you know, between anything we're doing right now, whether it's mountain biking, chores outside or anything, I'm not I'm not playing favorites or taking it easy on your sisters. It's like, we're, we're all on the same level. I'm, I'm viewing us all on the same level. I'm going to hold him up, you know, to push him to certain levels at the same time, the girls are going to be right behind them. We're on the same trail, literally. Mm -hmm. And metaphorically, here's, here's something to think. I want, I want to throw this out there. So we were talking about, you know, the whole be a man and suck it up. Right. How many times in a in, in a race yep. or in a tough time have we, you and me, when we were talking to ourselves, you talking to you, me talking to me, be listen, suck it up, be a man, suck it up, be a yeah. man. Yeah, and that's I mean because we do it all the time in races, every race, every race. Yeah, 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 and it's it's still it, you know it's. It, it, you can't break everything, I guess, but it's interesting how you just naturally go back to that. I've been trying to supplement it in with, um, like, just come, come on, Shaner, come on, Shane. Yeah, you know, it's almost like the Goggins, how David Goggins has that has that other person built yep. up. Like, 
I just view it as like, I, I just go, let's go Shaner, let's go Shaner. And, and what that does for me more so than just like suck it up, be a man is it, it kind of sets a reminder of everybody that I kind of reflect at that moment rather than like being macho and everything. It's like, all right, everybody that's called me Shaner in the past, like I know very well and love them very much so so if i hear let's go shaner that's i'm kind of like creating an audience in my mind you know a little little pep rally and it's like all right you know this is i've done it before i'll I'll do it again i got these people it kind of like reflects on everybody around me that i have in my corner so that's kind of i've shifted i guess from one one side to suck it up and being be be the man to who do you love and need in your corner well, that's that's so, a great that, that's my that's go ahead do you finish your thought no that that's just kind of where i've i've over the over the over the years here lately i've kind of just shifted motivation i guess self-talk well that's that mindset so, right and, I, and it's working yeah, and i think i think the one thing we've supplemented it very often is that whole left foot right foot left foot right foot keep moving forward yeah. keep moving forward yep. and you know you supplement that you know, it's all how we talk to ourselves, you know, it's all how we talk to ourselves. And I think when we, when we've, when we've evolved from or broke that programming of, you know, suck it up, be a man to trans over. Come on, Shaner. Come on, Mikey got this left foot, right foot. Let's just keep moving forward. There's, I believe, and maybe I'm wrong. And maybe people out there that are professionals in this category, well, different and differentiate with me on, but I think in that, in, in showing, making that transition in how we changed the way we talk to ourselves, I think it's given us the ability to be a little bit more vulnerable with ourselves in those moments. Because, you know, if, if, if we're in the middle of a race, like if you and I are in the middle of a race and we're talking to each other that way, which we wouldn't talk to each other that way. We only would talk to ourselves that way. You know, it just gives, it yeah. gives us, we'd be like, I can't imagine being like, come on, man, be a man. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we're 85 miles into this. I think I'm a man. Don't worry about it. So, yeah. uh, but did you just really say that? <laughs> I'll push you off this mountain. <laughs> either that or i'm out whip you with my trekking pole <laughs> yeah. yeah so but i think it's i mean trying to tie it tie a knot on this or put a bow on it is that you know it's it's you know i think over the years we even though we've had that programming you know that masculine programming and we kind of went all over the globe on this one um we've been able to be a little bit more tolerant with ourselves or nicer, I guess you would call it to ourselves and be able to talk to ourselves with a better tone and a better message. Uh, and I think that, that kind of, again, goes back to your, your comment to start this all off has helped us lay the foundation for the mindset that we want to have to create the legacy we want to give to those behind us. If that makes sense. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Have, have that mindset and therefore laying the proper for you legacy for others to carry on. Mm -hmm. So, 
and it doesn't have to be just family. I mean, it's, it's anybody that knows you, anybody that, you know, you've had effect on is, is carried forward. So yeah, no, I like it. I like it, man. It was good. Awesome. Good stuff there. All right. Well, we'll, we'll wrap this one so, up and, uh, we we're we're going to try next week. Uh, we're going to try to do a, a, an in-person face-to-face, uh, potentially, uh, for a podcast, who knows, we, we, we may be in different rooms and having to do it. We may skip it altogether and just enjoy the time. But <laughs> I think having actually experimenting and trying, it might be fun too with, uh, with you guys yeah. being down here. So we're really looking forward to, to having you guys in. Yeah. I was thinking we could maybe grab a kid as they, as they walk by and sit him down for a second, you know, just, change change it up maybe have a, a a cameo from from whoever's walking by during that time so we'll uh yeah I, I did a little research i did a little homework on uh the the equipment needed and i, I don't think we're there yet but no we'll, uh, but we'll make do with what we got <laughs> what we might be able to do is like we might be able to create a zoom session uh on one of the computers uh, and kind of sit really, 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 really close to each other. Um, okay. <laughs> and uh, you, you, you got me. I'm all, I'm all about it. Let's go. And uh, maybe maybe do something of that nature. But we'll we'll figure it out. So if anybody has any ideas for us two low low po- totem pole technical people when it comes to podcasts that and low budget uh, people. Um, how to pull up? up yeah, yeah up. let let us know. Because <laughs> what will end up happening is we'll just sit around trying to create ideas after having uh, copious amounts of of beers uh, next week. Uh, so exactly, and the audience will be stuck with an hour full of <laughs> beer cracking over a speakerphone huddled by a, a over over the iPhone so. <laughs> with ki- we'll with see. kids and dogs <laughs> running around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, we'll just call that one shit show. That could be the title. <laughs> Episode 201. That's right. All right. Well, uh... Uh, it sounds good, man. We're looking forward to uh, getting down there and um, having some, some quality hangout. Absolutely. Time, so. we're, we're excited um, to have you. Just uh, be, be safe coming down. And uh, I'm sure we'll be going back and forth texting as, uh, as the week closes out here. But uh, once you get here, we'll we'll figure out what we're going to do on Sunday. Sounds like a plan, man. All right, brother. Much love to you guys. We'll see you soon. All right. Much love. Thanks everybody. Adios people. Take care. Have a good Bye-bye. night. Bye-bye.